every time I hear that Brooklyn's radio being sung, I think it sounds like me singing, but it isn't, in fact. Um, great to have Valerie on our show again this week. Welcome, Valerie. Thanks, Susie. It's so lovely to be here. So Valerie Ellis is our therapist specialising in relationship counselling, and she has recently brought out a book called The Compatibility Book, which if you don't have it yet you must get. Um, We have discussed a couple of different chapters from it and this week we are going to look at the chapter on the kind of the key to lasting love Mm. which I think actually probably everyone needs to know. Yes. And also love chemistry. Please tell me what that is. (laughs) Love chemistry. Well there's a there's a little bit of chemistry to love. People you usually experience it as though it's a psychological phenomenon, as though it's a feeling. But in fact, there's a lot of biology going on behind it. And one of the big triggers to the chemistry of love is actually novelty. So um, we, there's a part of the brain at the very center of the brain, a very old part of the brain that produces a neurotransmitter called dopamine. I've heard of that, yeah. So dopamine is a sort of reward and motivation chemis- chemical. So when we, when dopamine is released in the brain, it makes us seek out rewards, it makes us motivated, it makes us feel good, it's uplifting, it's a real sort of feel good, let's go and get it kind of chem- uh, chemical. Chem- chemical, yeah. chemical, thank you. you. Couldn't finish the word. Um, chemical. So, and, and one of the things that triggers dopamine is novelty. So when, so for example, some researchers at the University College of London use brain scans to see the effect of novelty on the brain. They showed people inside the scanner different faces. Some of the faces were ordinary and familiar. Some of them were very novel. And the brain reacted by releasing more dopamine to the novel faces. Right. So what does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean in practice? It means that when you see someone a little bit new and shiny they will they're more likely to trigger dopamine in your brain they're more likely to trigger the chemistry of love we find novel people attractive and from a biological point of view from an evolutionary point of view the theory is that novel people hold the potential for awards uh-huh so all your friends around you you know who they are what they do you're you're getting benefits from those relationships but a new person on the scene ooh could I get some some reward from this situation? Could we fall in love? Could we have children? Could they be of benefit to me? So novel people hold the potential for reward and the brain knows that by releasing dopamine and driving us to be in their company. And I see who you said, as long as it takes to cement the emotional and physical bond, the body invests the energy to fuel, fuel this reaction and keeps you in trance. It's kind of that kind of um, the honeymoon period when you just it, can't see anything wrong with that person you're exactly right that's the the honeymoon period has a a chemical corollary in the brain so for a couple of years the novelty of someone touching them and falling in love with them it's very motivated by chemistry but at some point of course that wears off because any potential reward that they've come to deliver in your life has been delivered and it's old news and it's a bit dull that's exactly right (laughs) so what happens when the love cools well, the dopamine is actually released a lot less in the in the brain. So our motivation, our the excitement and the sense of delight and reward we have around somebody definitely wanes. And it's not just your imagination. They probably haven't changed very much, but you're just finding what they do less exciting than you used to. Mm-hmm. It's not new and shiny anymore. Now, this is not making, I mean, it's making me a bit worried, actually, because this sounds quite negative. Look, I think one of the problems we have in our culture is that things like movies and 
almost all of the the songs that you play here on the radio, for example, really put a lot of emphasis on the falling in love stage, mm. the excitement, the novelty, the, how shiny your eyes are and how wonderful you are and the, everything you have to say is. And our culture puts a lot of emphasis on this falling in love and honeymoon stage. And it tends to end the story at that point. It doesn't do a good job of explaining how you extend love, only how you fall into it at the first point. So you're right, it is a concern. But however, there is something quite nice and comforting about just knowing that person, knowing what they like, their dislikes, and it's comfortable, isn't it? That's quite a nice time too. Look, you're right, there is, there is a point that where you settle down and, and the routine and the rhythm is reassuring. There are actually other chemistry, uh, other chemicals that are released at that point. There's something called oxytocin, which is especially released in women and men, in fact, when babies arrive. Yes. So oxytocin is, is a chemical that I wouldn't say demotivates us, but tends to soothe us and calm us down. And it makes us more interested in cuddling and comforting and, comforting yeah. and connection rather than sort of sex and romance. So it changes literally from a sexy romantic arrangement to sort of comforting, soothing sense of familiarity. So what do you, what would you advise to keep the romance going within that period? And, you know, cause you don't want it to wane. You do want the excitement. How do we do that? Well, How do we kind of keep love lasting? Exactly. I'm sure a lot of people listening know that what's in all because the novelty part is so enticing and exciting unfortunately what some people do is they blame their relationship for no longer being exciting and enticing they blame the other you've become boring you're no longer interesting you're no longer the person i fell in love with overlooking the fact of course that they too are boring and are no longer the person that their partner fell in love with they people tend to blame the other person for no longer being exciting instead of realizing that part of the reason they fell in love was because of all the effort they made ah. so you know you remember you would do your hair and makeup you would shine your shoes you'd drive for miles you'd buy gifts you'd write little love notes that's right rather than kind of scraping your hair back into a bun and wearing your pgs exactly mm-hmm. you put a lot of effort in so people sort of blame the relationship and say well it's no longer exciting that's why i'm bored overlook the fact that they've stopped investing any effort in it so one of the things you need to do is recognize that that effort in effort out you know investment in reward out so maybe also if you kind of keep the, sh- the shiny newness going by different experiences together, maybe doing things together that are new to and both that's, of you. And that's what you want to invest in. So if you're looking to get more out, what am I investing in? Well, the novelty, going back to that, trying to find the novelty. And I, I want to talk about something that's called neophilia. Mm-hmm. So neo is new, philia, love. Unfortunately, what some people do is look for new love outside the relationship. Mm-hmm. What I'm recommending people do is recultivate the newness of the love inside the relationship so in fact the first thing i would recommend people do is invest in themselves in the relationship find the newest version of yourself because yes for 10 years you've you've you know eaten the same dinner every friday night worn the same clothes gone to the same places you're not novel anymore and of course neither is the other person but you can reignite novelty in yourself by making a decision who, who what's the next version of myself so maybe self-improvement self-enhancement and then that actually makes you more attracted to your partner exactly. and vice versa. so we're not just talking about oh let's make a date night mm. i'm talking about something much deeper than that mm. what's the next version of me who what is the newest version of me that i can bring to this relationship start with that start by investing in yourself and discover well who am i at 
42 who I wasn't at 32? Who do I want to be next? And of course, naturally, if you develop yourself, there's a new version for the other person to find attractive again. So personal re- renewal will personal then help renewal. relationship yes. renewal. I think we're going to have to come back to this subject, Valerie, because I think that there's quite a lot more that we could be talking about with regards to personal renewal. Yes, so personal development. And personal development. Maybe next week we can kind of do the second chunk of that okay. and how that can then renew the, the relationship. Mm. Um, in the meantime... How can listeners read a bit more about this and also order your book? I've written an article on this idea of renewing the relationship, Neophilia. It's on the website, which is veryvalerieellis.com. So if you think this is interesting, if you think this applies to you, go to veryvalerieellis.com. There's an article there that explains this in more detail. There's also access to contacting me for relationship counselling and you'll find a page on the book where you can get the whole book about this. Fabulous. Thank you so, so much. Do you know what? We could sit and talk for hours, couldn't we? We could. I Maybe don't know. Would people like it, though? I don't know. And I don't think Graham <laughs> would let me. <laughs> You'd be waving frantically. Yes, yeah, play some music. Exactly. Thank you so much, Valerie. See you or speak to you next week. Yeah, I'll look forward to it. Mm-hmm.